Tanya J. Powers for Fox News Radio. Today I'm spending a few moments with Olivia Lane. Up-and-coming country star. Seriously, people, remember this name. Because I'm telling you, within the next year, two years, five years, it's going to be everywhere. You, I, I hope so. You hope so. <laughs> See, I, I, just, I just put it out there in the world for you. I'm so. a big believer. You just got to put it out there. I really think that I, I'm, not, I'm not wrong on this because you've already been selected as one of Rolling Stone Country's 10 country artists you need to know. Yeah. So I feel pretty safe yes. in saying you're going places. I hope so. I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm going places. I'm here in New York. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I want you to tell me a little bit about, uh, I know you got a, a song called Lightning. Yeah. And I love this song. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the, the message in it is just it's really cool for I think it's something that everybody needs to hear from time to time I think so honestly when I wrote that song I wrote it probably a year ago um actually a year and a half ago maybe but I kind of wrote it for myself I came into the right feeling a little bit discouraged some days as an artist you're like what am I doing with my life I'm sitting here writing songs does anybody care and I am that that typical kid who had a, a big big dream and lived in this town I mean I lived in Houston but the area I lived in was kind of a small town everyone was on the same soccer team and you went to the same church as everybody and I just had to get out and I was like guys I need to write a song about sort of my story about how I was this dreamer and how I'm still dreaming big. And and sometimes people are like, oh, your dream is a little too big. Maybe you should step back. And I'm like, no, you know what? I need to own myself. And it kind of became this anthem for all the dreamers out there and to just keep going. So for for the people who haven't heard it yet, Mm -hmm. there's a line about doing what you do. What what is the line? Oh, gosh. Like in the chorus? Yes. Uh, You're going to be a thing I wonder. I mean, feel free and sing it. It's okay. Um, (laughs) They say you're a small town kid dreaming way too big. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, the bridge is go paint that electric sky blow it up right before their eyes I love that yeah because I mean when I was thinking lightning and thunder I was like you know what lightning and thunder they don't care about people you know like us like they're just like they're just loud and they're bright and they shine and and weather to me is very interesting because it just mother nature is mother nature and there's Mm -hmm. no stopping it you know and I was like I want to write something because that's how I feel about my dreams I'm not going to let anybody stop me as big as I dream as as many obstacles and hurdles I have to jump over and as many haters out there I'm like you know what I feel like I haven't made it unless I have haters (laughs) you know (laughs) that's my that's my philosophy but yeah I mean you just got to do you and hope that you drop into a group of people who will give you constructive criticism and not mean criticism mm-hmm. you know you kind of have to weed out what the difference is and there is a difference there is huge um i don't want to make this about age how old are you though i'm 25 going on 26 see I, okay here's the, here's the reason i'm asking that because <laughs> for most of us it takes a long time to do that whole you know what i'm just me and everybody else can just go you know jump in a lake you have <laughs> you have managed to corner this early on in life when a lot of people are just going i don't even know what i am yet i don't know how to figure this out how did you do that yeah you know honestly i feel like i've recently arrived there I think when I first moved to Nashville about four years ago, as an artist, you again, it's like up and down of like one day you wake up and you're like, I'm going to conquer the world. And the next day you're like, what am I doing with my life? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's so black and white sometimes of just like it's a little hard to navigate sometimes through. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I good enough? Am I? It's all of these artist thoughts. But I think all of that in the big old mixing pot is what makes me who I am. And I just started writing music and, and people tell you, you know, write what's you. Don't be this person. Don't be the next so-and-so. And that's easy to to hear, but you're not going to fully understand it until you go through the hardships of trying to do that. When I first got to town, I was writing, you know, I was writing like Taylor Swift and I was writing like so-and-so and so-and-so. And I was like, this just doesn't feel right. And then I started getting super, you know, 
I don't know, self-righteous and like, I want to write this idea and this idea. And, and then you get burned on that side too, because you kind of have to find a happy medium of people who mm-hmm. believe in you. And also the craft of songwriting, which I was a green songwriter when I first moved to town. And there have been writers who have been writing for 30, 40 years. And there's obviously something to learn from them. That so, would be intimidating. It is. It's hugely intimidating. I mean, it's Nashville for one, because, I mean, everybody there has some kind of talent. I mean, you can yeah. literally walk down the street. Yeah. And there are people on the sidewalk playing guitars that should probably get a Grammy sometime. I mean, seriously, it's that kind of town. There is an overabundance of talent in Nashville. That's not Mm -hmm. the issue. It's to get to the top, you have to, A, deal with the business side of it, which a lot of people aren't cut out for. And if you're an artist who does want to deal with the business, I mean, I'm completely independent at the moment. So I I know everything about what's going on in radio. I know everything PR-wise. I know my social media. I know everything that's happening, and it can get a little overwhelming. But you just have to have the right people around you. You can't do it alone. Um, you mentioned social media. Yeah. You are, I don't want to call you a typical millennial, but I, I might <laughs> possibly might. wander into that direction. You, you're you all over the place. I mean, you've got, but you you put it out there. It's yeah. not like, okay, I have a concert tonight and please come. It yeah. is, here's who I am. Back to that topic of like really finding out who you are early on in my career. I, I have a musical theater background. I just, I was an entertainer as a child. I was that one kid in the room who would just be so loud and not care. You know, like I would step up to the front of the line if like they needed someone to, you know, do, sing a part or something. But a lot of people were like, whoa, you're too much. And I was like, for a long time, that really got me down because I was like, maybe I do need to mute myself. Maybe I need to be what they're saying or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to not only do the opposite of that because that's not who I am. I'm going to be larger than life because that's who I want to be. Like Dolly Parton wouldn't be where where she is if she didn't have her amazing personality. Reba's the same way. I mean, they're all just so identifiable and unique and what they do. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start vlogging. I'm just going to, I'm going to put my personality out there. So in case anybody does come back and say, that's not real. I'm like, but it is though. (laughs) I'm just kind of cuckoo bananas all the time. You mentioned Dolly (laughs) and Reba and and, and what a, what a couple of artists to start with. Yeah. Are are those your influences, the people you look up to? Who, who else would be on that list? I, I have a vast array of inspirations and people I look up to. Um, Gosh, Dolly and Reba and, and artists like Taylor, they have taken their music and they started with music, but then they kind of expanded into other industries in the entertainment world, like movies and, and TV shows. And I have, again, I have huge dreams and hopefully one day I can be in a musical on Broadway and I can have my own TV show. That'd be really handy. We could just go down the street and see you. That's that what way. I'm saying. I think this is a good idea. I know. <laughs> Gosh, it would be such a dream of mine. But I also look up to funny women. Because like Carol Burnett and Bette Midler, I look up to Barbara Streisand. I mean, there's so many strong females that I look up to because I want to be that entertainer. All right. Most played Spotify list on your device, phone, whatever it is. What's on it? Oh. Or oh. Pandora or whatever it is that you have. Man, I, oh, gosh, I, I am back to that millennial point. I am like, <laughs> I, I literally listen to everything. It just depends on my mood. But I have a playlist on Apple Music that I made. And it's, I'm an old soul. I like the Eagles and CCR. And Carol King is also a huge influence of mine. I love her. You should totally start in Beautiful. That's, I that's know, what you should I do. I just saw it All in right. Nashville. That's it was incredible. We're, we're, we're going to work on this. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I think this is a great idea. I think it's a marvelous idea. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you you have such diverse musical influences. And, and it's you can also tell it in, in your music as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Country gets a bad rap sometimes because it's everybody says, oh, well, it's, it's, it's all these kinds of cookie cutters 
songs. That's right. not what you've got going. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I It's interesting right now in Nashville, the industry's kind of like, there's two competing camps. It's like traditional country, keeping it the way it was, and everything else pretty much that's on the radio. It's like, music's always changing. Music's always going to change. It, people didn't like, like rock and roll when it first came out, you know? And I just, there's no way that I could kind of be a just a straight traditional country formula, even though that does influence my music. I love banjo. I love mandolin. I love the traditional country sounds. But the way that I was influenced in the melting pot that I am, I, I ha- it just comes out naturally that I'm influenced by so many genres. You got to Nashville. Not everybody immediately gets to Nashville and goes to you know, star in a show and, you know, that yeah. guy, they got to pay their dues. They got to, you know, totally do the, the small jobs first. Tell me what that was like. What were you what were you doing right in the middle of the night and going to work someplace else in the day? Or so what? I actually was pretty lucky. I got a publishing deal pretty soon when I moved to Nashville. I started my roots in Nashville run a little deep lo- longer than four years. I actually spent my summers during college. So I went to college at the University of Southern California in Los Angeles. And there I was a theater major and a songwriting minor. There was one class actually that I didn't finish. So I didn't actually get my songwriting minor, but I basically said that I did. It was theory. I was like, I don't need theory. Um, (laughs) Know what you need. Um, So yeah, actually I, I interned at an agency and then I interned at a publishing house. And so I got to know the ropes a little bit. I got to know the industry a little bit before I moved there. And I met my manager super early. And um, yeah, I I just got an independent publishing deal. So that um, was paying the bills a little bit. And I'm very fortunate enough that my parents were helping me out. So uh, that's pretty much what I was doing. I just always have this this vision in my mind when you say struggling songwriter, Nashville, <coughs> young. I'm expecting yeah. somebody in the booth at the pancake pa- pantry, you know, scribbling oh, down it's true song that, lyrics on a napkin. I mean, I know so many people who their dream drives them so much that they work like four jobs. I mean, all my friends play on Broadway. I, I started touring pretty early, too, so I was making money that way as well. Mm-hmm. But it's a hustle. It's a huge hustle. It is. And like you said, you got to know the business side of it. You can't be scared of that part of it. No. There's a lot going on. I mean, especially now, if you're more of an independent artist, I mean, you can push your music through social media and you've got streaming services to kind of help get it out there. Right. But you still got to do you still got to do all the other stuff, too. That that could I, that would be overwhelming. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's you're doing you're juggling so many things and then you actually get into the writing room. Like I won't have business days where we need to talk about meetings and strategy on the same days I have creative days because it's just that's how I operate. Yeah. I, I tried it, and I was like, I can't switch my brain. I just can't do it. Dream team, producer, writer, other artists you want to work with, oh. three of them. Go. Oh, Carol Kay. Okay. There um, <laughs> we go. Gosh. I would love to work with, like, the Chainsmokers, which is so yeah. strange. I, like, I could I just, totally hear that. Yeah, I just love their. I love how they're bringing in, like, guest artists sometimes. Yeah. And, um, like, Chainsmokers or Zed or something, you know, a DJ. It would mm-hmm. be fun to, like, kind of... Or Avicii's not really doing music anymore, but he had that bluegrass album that came out, the bluegrass EDM, which was pretty cool. And, oh, this is so hard. Well, <laughs> the Eagles, probably. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like Don would just look at me and be like, you're worthless. And I'd be like, I don't care. I'm, I'm here with you. <laughs> just I'm breathing the same air as Don Henley. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can go wrong Nothing at this point. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I understand that feeling. I think I'd, I'd be the same way. Yeah. I think of all the artists, I would probably like just not be able to speak. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm like, I'm here. I know we're happen. collaborating, but I'm just going to stand here yeah. and let you do your gonna thing. Revel in the greatness. And I'll try to add a harmony or something. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> we are going to hear a lot more from you. And I'm very excited to follow your career. And I know you're going places. And and we would love for you to come back and catch us up later and, and let us know. Come back in a year. Come back in six months. Tell us how you're doing. Perfect. I will do. And when you get to Broadway, oh. we're right down, the, literally right down the street. 
Uh, complimentary tickets for everybody. Go. All right, y'all heard it. I've got the hookup now. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that, but uh, yes, <laughs> I, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We've been spending a few moments with Olivia Lane. Best of luck to you. Thank you. This is Tanya J. Powers, and this is Fox News Radio. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.